if you're like most people, you are looking for companionship, whether it's friends, intimate partners, or family. So I'm doing a four or five part series on creating healthy, vibrant relationships in your life. And today's episode is all about intimate relationships. So stay tuned. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, episode number 10. So we're going to be doing a relationship. I don't know why I said we, but I am going to be doing a relationship mini series. And today's episode is all about intimate relationships and when you are triggered by your partner. So I've been hearing a lot from people having a hard time with their partners, probably because of being in such close proximity, right? And especially if your relationship has already been tumultuous or has been, if you're triggered by your partner, this can cause a lot of tension. So I'm going to give you some practical pointers on improving your communication in your relationship. But before I start that, I'm going to share something else with you. Have you ever wondered why you are with your partner? Of the millions of people on this planet, you have chosen this one person to be with. Why? Have you ever considered that? If you're like most people, you probably will say, I was attracted to him or her or rattle off some superfluous things about your partner. But what I'm going to share with you will start to make sense. And this may challenge a little bit of your beliefs or it may challenge some things in you. But I'm going to invite you to just stay with this and to think and feel deeper into this. Why this particular person? Why did you pick him or her? So let me tell you some reasons that you, I bet you have never considered or you may not have considered. Spiritual contract. Have you heard of that term before? If you have been drawn to my podcast, you're probably not new to spirituality. And even if what I say doesn't make sense on an intellectual level, I know it will make sense on a soul level. Oh my God, like I'm stumbling over my words today. Like I've mentioned before, I'm going to digress just a tiny bit. I record these podcasts late in the night because I have young kids at home and this is the easiest time to record. But I know this is not my most ideal time. And so I start stumbling on my words. So please be patient with me when I do this. So going back to what I was saying, we... It will make sense on a soul level. So I believe, this is my belief, that we have contracts with our with people in our lives before we take on this physical form in this particular lifetime. This is why in my 20 plus years of working with couples, the first thing I say to them is that only you, listen to this carefully, only you and only you can know why you are with your partner and no one else can understand why you decide to stay with them or leave or whatever you do in your relationship. You see, if you're having trouble in your relationship, 
chances are people in your life, like your friends and family, will tell you to leave or to work it out or to stick it out or whatever they say. You know why they do that? It's because they care about you. They love you and they want you to be happy. So they will probably give you advice based on what they observe. But let me tell you this, no matter what anyone says to you, you and only you will know why you are staying with that person or want to leave that relationship. You know, in my programs, I actually teach my clients and my students how to remove energetic cords with your partner, even if it's working really well, even if your relationship is in the best place, we need to constantly be updating our energetic connection with our partners. And I teach how to do that. And, but that brings me to only you can know why you are with this person. I'm sharing this with you because you may be feeling the pressure to find a solution to what's happening in your relationship. And I'm inviting you to slow down because if you're already, if there's stress in your relationship right now, when we feel discomfort, we want to do something and I'm inviting you to slow down a tad bit. Now, let's go to the second reason what I have seen why people, um, why we find the partners we do. So you may or may not recognize that we find partners who we are unconsciously familiar with. There's something about them that is very familiar to us, either on a conscious or unconscious level. That's one aspect of it. And the second aspect is that they often meet the needs that haven't been met for you as a child. There are certain needs that they often meet that haven't been met for you. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into this a little bit later on. But for now, let me give you an example. You know, let me give you an example to kind of dive deeper into this. I had a client who grew up in a culture that was very patriarchal and the men had kind of like an upper hand, like that's just how it was. And she married someone with similar traits, even though that person was not from her culture. And um, that's often what we do when we find partners, there's something familiar about them. That's another reason why we find the partners we do. Another example, you know, I've shared this in the in other past podcasts, I think, like, you know, my husband, he I often, I often joke with him and everybody knows as I make a joke out of this, like he was the parent I never had when I met him. He was meeting certain needs for me that weren't met. Again, in that moment, you won't know these things on a very conscious level, but it's something that happens underneath. It's like something that happens un unconsciously. And obviously, I didn't know what I was doing back then, but it was it's something very, it's an underlying thing that happens. And being in this line of work, right, I figured it out after some time and big leaders in the field of marriage therapy, like Gottman and Hendricks, they talk about all these things in detail. But I figured it out very quickly, like, oh, this is why I got together with him. And that also created problems for us later on, which I'll talk about in another episode, not today. But for right now, what I want you to sit with is that we find partners based on the stories and the beliefs we have, we, we carry with ourselves from our past. So this is more on the physical plane. The first thing that I shared with you was more on a spiritual plane. The second one is more on the physical plane of what we're doing. And once you get to know me, you will see that I kind of go between the physical and the metaphysical, like pretty easily. This is how I do the work at my clients. And this is the way I live my life. 
And this is something I'll be bringing to the podcast more and more. So right now, I'm going to invite you to do two things. Either right now, you can pause this audio and, and sit in your with your journal and write these things down. Or you can do this after this podcast is over, after you finish listening. And this is one of the reasons I'd invited you to keep a journal dedicated to this podcast, because a lot of what I do is thought provoking. It's like, I want you to, to journey inwards to find some of these answers. So the questions I have for you are, why am I with this particular person in my life? Why am I with my partner? And what need are they fulfilling in me either now or when you first got together? Now, this is really important when you can figure this out. This will really give you a lot of insight into your relationship. And when you've spent some time thinking about this, I'm going to now, I hope you have, like, you know, either now or later, I would really invite you to do that because it'll help you uncover so much stuff of why what is happening in your relationship. So I wanted to digress a little bit to what are some of the common issues that most couples have or most intimate relationships have and how to work with this. I'm not digressing. This is the next part of the content. <laughs> Again, you know, I'm bringing my brain back online. So the common in my 20 plus years of work, I have seen that all the problems that anybody has brought in about relationships can be filled into just three buckets, three, just three buckets, money, communication, and intimacy, whether it's physical or emotional. These three buckets, any issue you take, you can put them into these three buckets. Now, I know I'm giving you a lot to think about in your relationship. So I want to now go to the next part of this, which is the meat of this episode, dealing with the triggers in your partner. When your partner triggers you, what do you do? Oh boy, <laughs> relationships, right? You're probably already aware of how much highs and lows can happen in a relationship. If you're in one, if you've been in one, you know, like it can go through pretty highs and pretty lows. And if you haven't already listened to episode number eight or six or six and eight, please do so after this, because I have shared some really amazing nuggets about dealing with triggers. And in general, episode number eight is all about anger, which comes up in relationships. We all know that. So please listen to those two episodes. It has some good stuff for you to sit with. So let's go down to what can you specifically do when you're triggered? And for that, I'm actually going to invite you to do an exercise with me. So what I'm going to invite you to do first is to pick a trigger that happens between you and your partner. You know, there's some certain things you know that triggers the heck out of you, right? So pick that, that issue up. Now, what I'm going to invite you to do is drop into it. See it. Feel it. What is it? And I'm going to have you do this by yourself, not with your partner. Do this on your own. And instead of going into, I just wish he would stop this. I just wish he wouldn't do that anymore. I just wish he would, you know, talk to me differently, whatever that is. Instead of doing that, 
go into what is getting triggered in me right now. Hmm, I'm having a strong reaction to this. What is that? Start by feeling into it. Start by seeing it. Start by really experiencing what is that that's getting triggered. If this triggered part of me could talk, what is the need that is not met? What would this part have me know and understand this triggered part of me? And whatever images Thoughts, whatever you get, don't question, don't question, just write them down. Okay, so stay with me and stay with these things. And obviously, we're not going to jump too deep into this. This is information for you to explore. I can't go deeper into this, but I want you to just start by sitting with it, exploring it on your own. And this just shows you that when you're triggered, (laughs) have you noticed that it is not really your partner? It's something else in you. Now, I'm not absolving your partner of whatever they're doing or not doing, but it has to start with you. Intimacy starts with you. You know, when intimacy is broken down, it is into me, I see. That is intimacy. That was the first thing I learned when I started studying couples therapy, which was intimacy is into me, I see. Because once you've identified what that trigger is, you can really share that need with your partner. And here's the best part. And chances of your needs being met are much more likely than if you have a reaction about it. You probably have already seen that being angry about something is not going to get your partner to stop doing what they're doing. But if you talk to them in a different way, they probably will meet those needs. Here's the tricky part. It's easy to see how we can totally blame our partners for our triggers, isn't it? So easy. And you probably already know this as well. It won't serve you because you will just play verbal ping pong. We can we can really do this for a long time. Like who's right and who's wrong? Either you can be right or you can be in a relationship. You've heard that phrase before, haven't you? Now, if that's what you want, if that's what you want to be in a conflict, that's fine. Go ahead. But I know that you probably don't want that and you want to get away from having a reaction. So if you want to do that, if you want to get away from having a reaction, do what I suggested. And this is how I've helped so many countless couples to work it out. Now, I'm going to tell you one last thing. This is vital, people, vital. Like if you can get this, this will start changing your life in the most dramatic ways, not only with your relationship, but for a lot of other areas. Ready for it? (laughs) Sit with the discomfort. Sit with it. Be with it. How many times in your life have you run away from feeling uncomfortable about something? How many times have you done things because you don't like feeling how uncomfortable this is? And I want to share this quote by Rumi. You have to keep breaking your heart till it opens. You have to keep breaking your heart till it opens. I mean, this is one of the most beautiful quotes ever, right? And it is so true. All this happens because 
we are trying to protect ourselves from getting hurt. What if you stayed with the hurt? What if you dwelled deep into it and really understood it? I'm not asking you to go into the past. I'm all I'm asking you is to face it, is to be with it, face it in the present and open yourself up to that. I've seen this so much in my practice of how much we want to run away from things, how much we regret by speaking things out of anger. And that is what happens when we are intolerant of discomfort. We say things and we do things that most likely you're going to regret. How many times, how many times have you said something mean because you were hurt and then woke up the next day feeling remorse? I have done it multiple times before so much. I mean, not any, not much anymore. I mean, even if it comes up, I'm able to work through that. I've learned to pause. But if you would known me in the past, I'm one of the most reactionary persons ever with my husband, specifically not with other people, but with my husband, I would get very reactionary. I've learned to slow it down. And I'm inviting you to do that. Let's stop that, shall we? Let's stop this reaction. Let's stop the angry vomiting of words. The impact of words are far beyond what you can comprehend. I'm going to leave it at that. The impact of words are far beyond what you can comprehend. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. Next week, we're going to go deeper into more relationship issues and stuff. I um, I don't know what that's specifically going to be about, but it's going to be about relationships in your life. And finally, I'm doing a 12-day boot camp on five skills to improve your romantic relationships. 12-day boot camp on five skills to improve your romantic relationships. So it's free. Please join the training series. It's in the show notes. And lastly, I have a request for you. Please leave a review, share your takeaways on Instagram. And I'm incredibly grateful for you. Oh, lastly, if you leave a review, make sure to take a screenshot of the review and send it to support at PadmaAli.com. And you will receive a very special gift from me from Starbucks. (laughs) Thank you so much, my friends. I am so grateful for you for listening and tuning in. Share this with your friends. Share this with people in your life. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Make sure to tag me in Instagram at Padma Ali to share your takeaways from this episode. And lastly, share with your friends and family so they can also benefit from listening to this podcast. For more tips, go on to our website, PadmaAli.com and connect with me at the next episode. Take care. Bye.